You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Drifting, this rock got to roll. So I hit the road and made my getaway. Restless feeling, really got a hold. I started searching for a better way. And I kept on looking for a sign in the middle of the night, but I couldn't see the light. No, I couldn't see the light. Andrew, okay. Uh, I'm coming at you live with my new microphone setup, courtesy of yeah. uh, Andrew's Electronics. This could sound weird. I don't know how this is going to sound. This is either going to sound really good, or it's going to sound like somebody left their Motorola Razor on top of an old PA system at a show. Like we're, we're not sure yet. <laughs> That's always really good. Um, I'm, I'm, I can hear myself in my headphones, and I sound like fucking Howard Stern, Robin. It's really exciting. I'm doing the same thing. That's great, and uh, we and we also we're up against a lot of adversity today. A new microphone setup, and also the Game of Thrones roommate is home. I don't know if we've actually talked about him online, no, uh, or online or on the podcast rather. Um, we've definitely referenced him hmm. because all right. So uh, if you haven't caught on to this, Hans has a, a man, <laughs> a man, a man, a man in his home. That yeah. uh, really likes, I guess, HBO Go or, HBO, uh, oh, or Amazon Video, you know, HBO whatever. HBO Go, um, uh, Hulu Plus, really into Hulu Plus. Yeah, HBO so Go. we'll be we'll do forty five minutes of pure comedy gold. Oh yeah, and then always. this dude will come home and he'll go into his room and it's all of a sudden like somebody took our heads and held it underwater. <laughs> like everything just goes awry really quickly. <laughs> My internet, uh, I have the the more affordable internet package. Uh, and it gets fucking throttled because everybody has their phones on Wi-Fi. There's iPads floating around also, and then there's laptops, uh, but there's also um, a uh, television that's hooked up to the internet via Roku. So uh, that little, that poor little internet stream is getting fucking throttled. Big time. Yeah, I gotta, I I gotta figure out. I don't know what I I gotta do. (laughs) I I have a, a wild idea. Um, I could move out. You could move into a place that you live by yourself. It's, it's yeah, worth a I shot. Could, I can like live by myself, or maybe with a roommate. Um, this morning I came out, and there was a man I'd never seen before, sprawled out in a <laughs> drunk sleep, 
<laughs> on my couch when there was much detritus, the detritus of a, a long night with drinking and, and food containers open. And So then let me ask the next logical question. Mm. What regrettable local show was last night? Um, it was, a, uh, well, there was, um, it was Zex, Z-E-X. Z-E-X, clever name. Yeah, there was they're they're opening their entire tour in Albany. And it was the best because I went with Justin, my my friend of the podcast, Justin Kiss, of course. And we got there. This is the most typically Albany story you ever want to hear in your life. Awesome. We got there at like nine thirty. And there was the the slam poetry open mic night was running oh. was running long. <laughs> so um the, we had to wait around for you know, another hour while slam poetry was happening. <laughs> and it was the best was I was, I immediately inhaled two cans of beer. So I was getting a little mouthy and they were like, they were rating everybody and giving everybody like point by point. Like, well, you made a, your poem was a 9.4. And oh, it, so and they were doing, oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah. Neat. Yeah, it was like Last Comic Standing. It was and around the horn, but for uh, oh, for sad students. No, I, I wanted to kill myself. No, not even. Like social justice people with long gray ponytails. Oh, like, that's great. Really good. So then they're like, oh, it looks like we have a tie. We have to do two tiebreakers. And I was like, no, tie. And I started yelling. <laughs> and uh, they apologies to the people in the back. I know that they want to really no, get... Tie, no, no, tie, tie, no, no, tie, no, tie, no, tie, no, tie. That's what I mean. And I was, it was awful. It was terrible. But then, but the best part was there's like people who are punks, right? Who are supposed to be rowdy. People from out of, people came from all over. People came from out of town to see the show, whatever. And uh, a person, one of the uh, older, like, slam poetry people, I guess you could say, you can have, if I say that, it puts a bit What do you uh, call a slam? Are they just a slam poet? Yeah, nah, they're like a uh, truth advocate. Ooh, <laughs> like Ooh. like a truth a truth seeker, uh, a a person who deals in nothing but the hardness, the cool touch of truth, um, <laughs> <laughs> and brings it to uh, the stage in a in in words that that alternately rhyme and don't rhyme Great. in order. I just explained slam poetry to everybody. Yeah, more or less. You you just pretty much gave everyone a crash course. Yeah, slam poetry, and they're like, um, and then now I'm gonna, and then like some of them have a, like a rap cadence where they're talking about social justice issues. Oh yeah, yeah like, I love I, that stuff. And people are saying like, I can't breathe, and blah blah blah. I like, can't, I can't breathe either. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I can't breathe either. I can't um, breathe. I, I, I can't, can't. I can't breathe because you're taking up my oxygen, <laughs> asshole. No, that's very mean to say. Um, uh, that's something my dad would definitely say with truth. But um, I miss social justice slam poetry. I got exposed uh, to more than you know how like people, the first responders to Chernobyl had to just yeah. run in and like you know just like work for sixty seconds and then run out. Sure. I was like a first responder for like slam poetry at a point in my life. Not that I ever did it or condoned it or enjoyed it. But I was present for more than a, a thinking adult should ever be present for. So, oh my God, yeah, I, I got I I got it bad. I, it's in my bones. I got did the slam you, poetry cancer. You know, 
<laughs> will will we the next live show we do? Uh, will you recite lines from the Dresden Codex? I will do that. Sure, that's great, Andrew. We could do slam. You know what? Fuck it. Overnight drive for now on. Episode eighty six is happening right now. This is the last episode of us talking. Oh shit! I see where this is going. For now on, listen up, everyone. Like fucking just if you're gonna ever because i know some people zone out when they listen to us whatever if you listen right now right this is stop the, what you're doing stop what break you're doing the car pull off on the shoulder yeah stop fucking you know taking some fucking bus in like a shitty city like oakland or some shit <laughs> yeah. if you're on a bus get off the bus if you're on a bus get off the bus all right if you happen to uh make want to make love to your partner while you're listening to our voices which i don't blame you um get off fucking your partner. stop get off your get off because she's on top get off your partner it doesn't matter, you know, fucking hard-ons happen and go away and come back. It's cool. Sorry, dude. All right, your girl. You need Everybody needs to fucking listen right now. All right, I'm going to give you time. I'm pulling on my seat here. Yeah. Pull up your seat. Overnight Drive is no longer going to be a podcast. It's going to be a slam poetry podcast. I'm going to slam poetry competition every week. Right. So I, I should... Now, in the spirit of slam poetry, I I think... One of us should do a slam poem right now off the top of our heads. Andrew, I know you definitely don't want to do it. I can. I was going to say, I can virtually guarantee that I will, I will find a way to not do this. <laughs> like, it's not a problem. All right. So it's up to me to usher in the reality of slam poetry. It's up to me to fucking send it home, bring it home like a hard-on, deep inside someone, all the way in. Yeah, and but but instead of being inside a vagina or, or an anus, it's inside your brain. Let that Looking. sink in. Apparently, Spotify not a lot of slam poetry on there. <laughs> oh, you're gonna bring up some slam poetry? I was. I'm, I'm like, I'm like oh, is there like a Saul Williams record I can play right now to make no. this worse? Man, I tell you. Okay, hold on. You wanna? <laughs> I've got my boombox right in front of us. Oh, fuck me. Um. Oh, fuck me. I love that your your new microphone really resists outside noise. Like yeah. slam poetry. It's really good. How do, how does, how do, the, the, uh, how do the listeners feel about that? Where you can no longer hear the Bumpus' dogs or me heavy breathing or... Um, we don't know yet, man. We'll, we'll see what happens. This, yeah. is, this is uncharted territory. Well, we have I, no idea if this episode's even going to come out. You know? Oh, sh- Whoa. Yeah, I just dropped. Uh, some, picked up that. I just dropped my cassettes, man. Sorry, oh, sorry, great. sound guy. Oh I'm my just god! To, I'm Margin trying, Walker broke. It's it's over. I'm trying to find some slam poetry music here. Hold on. Um, is this rewind? I'm really know. curious to what you're going to come up with right now. Well. All right. Can you hear that? I can. This is um. The Three Dog Night It's a Jungle album from 1986. All right. Hold on. We have to fade it in. All right. Here's our first attempt. To, here's our. <laughs> All right. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. When I drive 86. When I drive 86 is going to come at you harder than a hurricane right now. Oh, my God. Um, that makes no sense. Um, nope. Nope. Trying to rewind here. All right. I'm just trying to fade. I'm going to do a, a, a good fade in, first of all. The amount and of dead air that's been dedicated to you using a boombox is pretty uh, pretty remarkable here. Andrew, don't be a dick. <laughs> uh, 
we're friends, but you're really fucking pushing my buttons right now, pal. <laughs> getting on your last nerve. Getting, you're really grinding my ass right now, man. You're getting on my last nerve. You're getting on the only nerve that matters um, right now. No, I mean, shit. If Where's gonna, our three-dog knife? And I'm sitting here waiting for it. Look, I'm rewinding to the proper song. All right, this oh, is a song man. called you're, It's a Are your batteries dying and it's like rewinding really slow? Probably. Yeah, you know, people, I'm known as the guy on the stoop who has this boombox set. Okay, and people love it. People from come from all around. When I come up in July, I'm going to sit on your porch and we're going to play the boombox. I'll bring my old Appetite for Destruction tape that I'm sure exists. You know what somewhere. I listened to, like, right when I woke up yesterday, is You Could Be Mine. Nice, very good. And you know how we always said that Slash did that great rhythm part? It was Izzy Stradlin. Is that right? Interesting. Yeah. Slash is just playing the solo on that part, and... Izzy is the one that's like, oh, no, yeah. Izzy was always good for that kind of thing. Like yeah. you hear him on, uh, I think he's in the left ear on most of the uh, the he's appetite songs, just hero. keeping it down on the rhythm. But I forgot how this uh, listeners who are younger, they're gonna you're gonna think I'm ta- I'm talking like a landscaper right now, which I am. Guns <laughs> Roses were fucking great, especially yeah. live. Oh my yeah. god, like wow. All right, right, we're getting off topic. All right. <laughs> I would. I'll talk about Guns N' Roses the entire podcast. Look, we're gonna do slam poetry. All right. All right. Sorry, my fucking bad. project my bad, in the production meeting yesterday. This is what we decided to do. Hello. So here we go. Slam poetry. Um, the music's gonna fade in, and then I'm gonna do it. Okay. Oops, I'm ready. Okay. Here it goes. Almost time. It's almost time. Here it's we go. Almost time. Oh fuck. So like when I'm walking down the street, man, and I've got I've got people looking at me because I know that I'm so cool. And then I realize that I've got five dollars in my pocket and that's enough to get me through. Because everyone out there is on their own grind. And everyone, even Three Dog Night said, it's a jungle out there. Because I see you with the hungry eyes in the street And I know that I've got it better than you do Because my parents raised me right To know right from wrong Oops, hit the mic I can't do this anymore (laughs) I see you with hungry eyes in the streets I see you with hungry eyes in the streets And you're looking at me Thinking that I've got something to give you Well, you are wrong because I know that my life is better than yours. And then I'm gonna go to a coffee place and I'm getting a coffee that's more expensive because I know that I can afford it. And I look at, I look at your ch- children's eyes and I see hunger and desperation. I gotta turn this music down. I see hunger and desperation knowing that you will never experience high school sports. And then wow. I put my head to down to rest with a different woman every night because I know that the future is bright. Peace. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. You got to do more plays on words, though. That's uh, that, that's the, the staple of the slam poet. Play I know, on words. I <laughs> Play on words. This is a long song. I can keep going. I know that the... That's okay. You don't have to. I know that that's the... All right. 
That's okay. That's all right. It's okay. You don't, you don't have to. You, well, ladies okay. and gentlemen, that was, uh, it's a jungle by the, uh, by the uh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I'm gonna... <laughs> that was, it's a jungle by uh, Three Dog Night. If you like that song, um, you can look it up. It's available. I'm actually Three Dog Night's manager now. It's awesome. Wow. It's where my music career has taken me. It's really exciting stuff. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> my first foray, and that's the way the podcast is going to be every week. So, like, sorry. Just get used to it. Just get fucking used to it. I'm going to do, that's a new segment. It's Slam Poetry Corner. So, were you the only person yelling at the Slam Poets? Or Yeah, or? which was made it extra awkward. It's real lame. Did I tell you, I've actually, I got into a shoving match with a Slam Poet once for heckling them. <laughs> no, I hope yeah, it was the was, same yeah. people. Almost certainly, yeah. This dude will never leave Albany. So almost a hundred thousand percent the same guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, and that was that was a real thing. <laughs> when, <laughs> that was uh, my life. <laughs> Andrew, you said something interesting. You said he'll never leave Albany. When you lived in Albany, at your height, like yeah, at like or you could call it my height, probably my lowest. But yeah, like at my the, my most visceral townie. Yeah. Yeah. I fear that I'm stuck here i fear that i'm not doing slime poetry i fear that i'm stuck here that's a good plan that was yeah it's not bad i fear i fear no i sound like it's paul stanley from kiss i fear (laughs) (laughs) i fear that i'm stuck here i've got a job i'm making good money um i live in a dump uh, yep. I do. All true. I do towny things like sit on my stoop. Yep. I recently realized that I might stick around here, and that's I've always lived with like the the fucking like my hand on the fucking parachute hook, you know, ready to go, <laughs> ready to bail out. Now I'm fucking here. And you think much- you just you just uh, that's it? Like all right, well I I landed here, uh, I and mean, that's it. I, that would definitely, that would probably ease a certain amount of stress in your life if you were just like, all right, well, that's it. That's, I live in Albany then. Kind that's, of. There we go. I mean, so, I mean, but, um, but it's always been the punchline. Like, yeah. And I've always, like, I still clown fucking townies. I, I mean, there's a, I mean, there's a, if I had nothing going on here and I stuck around here, if I, all I did all day was like hang out at the coffee shop and like attend bar two days a week. Like I, you know, you, please fucking FedEx me a shotgun. Like I'm, but it's time to kill yourself. <laughs> it's time to kill yourself. I'm sorry, but <laughs> but I mean you don't have to. I mean it's illegal. Of course it's illegal to FedEx guns, but you know what I mean. Um, you FedEx plans for a 3D printed uh, firearm. That's a imagine waiting. Imagine the weird like mental vibes that go into like waiting to 3D print your suicide <laughs> weapon. If you know, like you know that it's on its way and you just yeah. have like three days to kill before your suicide weapon shows like, up. Like, uh, you come home from work and it's like <laughs> half done. You're like, do I really want to do, I could just go to like Klein's All Sports and buy like a rifle. And just get a, you know, yeah, a starter jacket and a rifle. I won't use a starter jacket, but I don't want it. I, can I, I don't the, want it to be weird when I just buy a rifle. I can get the Mossberg Kurt Cobain signature model and fucking blast the head off. What could have this been? Is, yeah, this is the situation where I'd like to call somebody who's who's done this, but they generally don't answer their phones after uh, after that. Um, speaking of, you were talking about truthers before. Sure. And, uh, and we're talking about suicide now. I had a really interesting moment today. 
I got a chance to very, very briefly live out, like, an actual societal nightmare. <laughs> just for um, the briefest second, this, I got a glimpse into, like... Is this about not, like, not having... True un- tragedy. Is this about not having unpacked from moving yet? No, no, we're we're working on unpacking from moving, which is a whole other thing, but we're getting there. Just, uh, you know, how many got, times... We got, we got hectic lives. How many arguments have you gotten into since you've moved? Zero. Wow, it's wild. You guys yeah, are everything is good. We're all set. Super inspiration. But, you know, it's 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 looking good in here. I'll, I should have turned the Skype camera on. You could see it. I'm I'm sitting at the the iMac in the corner. You'd have a fantastic view of the room. Mm, it's great. So, anyways, um, what happened? Yeah. So we uh, we flew up from West Palm Beach this morning. Yeah, really first of early. All, why are y'all hanging out down like down in Florida? Oh, we in had, Puerto oh, Rico? we had family obligations that uh, y'all, they need to be y'all's attended dr- to. Y'all's running drugs. I know you are. Yeah. But that's that's like neither the, here nor there. No, that's like the theater company. Did you ever hear this story? No. You're about to. Oh, excellent. <laughs> um, it's about the theater company that soaked their their like all their wardrobe in coke, and got caught by drug sniffing dogs. But like that's how they transported it. That's kind it of. It was dope. like it was like a container of dresses that weighed like six hundred pounds. <laughs> <laughs> And they're like, this is fairly weird. Why? Nothing weird here. No, and it's like they just soaked all the cocaine into the clothes. Very strange. Wow. So let's hear about your societal nightmare, Andrew. Yeah, so uh, we, yeah, your flight was fine. Hmm. And we're flying over Brooklyn, like right over my neighborhood. And we're little, descending little into LaGuardia. Yeah, little LA. Hmm. We're descending. And all of a sudden, the plane pulls up really quickly. Uh, like quickly enough where everyone's like whoa you know like quickly enough like when you're driving and you look down at a text and you look up and there's a red light and you're yeah. about to cre- you know like they're like oh did, shit, did like- it did it pull did it pull up fast <clears throat> enough for people around you to immediately start saying stupid shit and not, not that bad but oh, bad okay. enough that anyone who wasn't paying attention was paying attention by the end of it mm. and i when we were in a plane with dave uh our friend dave who is a, a ridiculous pilot he mm. does this move called the zero gravity, which is where you <laughs> kind of pull that. up really quick, and then I guess using the momentum of kind of cresting, you uh, you start to head down really quick, and you feel like you're in zero gravity. But I guess it's a way for pilots to descend quickly. So I wasn't too worried. I just I'm like, oh, cool, he's going to do the zero gravity thing because I've felt pilots do it after he explained what it was. Sure. Um, but instead, we start to bank left over Manhattan. And I'm like, oh, this is curious. <laughs> and uh, Freedom Tower. Yeah. The, the pilot comes on and he's like, well, ladies, well, ladies and gentlemen, we're taking the scenic route. And I'm like, uh, all right. You know, like, this is weird. Um, and as we're doing it, he's like, oh, it looks like the plane ahead of us slowed down a little too quick. So they're sending us back around to come in again. I'm like, oh, okay, this is wow. weird. So we're now banking. Like, Really banking, like not like you know, like a neat little turn. Like I look left and I see the ground, you know, like really banking. You're now Banksy over Manhattan, like mm-hmm. straight up. And there's one point where he's like, "Oh, and there's the Freedom Tower," and I look down, yo, straight up. If you were standing on the observation deck of the Freedom Tower, we could wave to each other. Like oh we God. were so close so to this thing, and I'm sitting here and lo- I'm just like. Oh, because I've always privately, not like a fantasy is a wrong word, but like I've always privately wondered, like everyone who was on the planes during 9-11, like that last 
30 seconds or so must have been pretty wild ass. And I had a chance to actually live it today. Being like, oh, this is exactly how it looked like. This is fucking insane. What airline did you fly? We flew JetBlue, of course. Of course. Jesus. But I'm just I'm just like, I'm fairly certain it's wildly illegal to fly this close to this thing yeah. that I can see human beings on the roof of this billet. Like, I can make out, like, what they're wearing. Oh, my God. Like, this is fucking nuts. But it, I love how nonchalant it was. Oh, there's the Freedom Tower. Don't right, panic. This, this, was, this was today? This was, uh, like, under 12 hours ago. Holy crap. Well, I'm, yeah, glad, I'm was, glad you're still here. I me, mean, too. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, like... I've always wondered, since the day 9-11 happened, I've always wondered what the perspective of people in the planes was, because that's like the most ghoulish part, and that's what I fixate on. <laughs> ghoulish. Uh, and today, I, I no longer have to wonder. I know precisely what it was like to fly that low over lower Manhattan. It was just fucking, like, totally insane. So, Jesus. yeah, that was my so, that was my morning. Have you, have you thought... Okay, so that happened. That sucks. It happened. Have you did thought... Uh, did you have any re- revelatory... Like, oh my god, like... I came so close. I should call Hans immediately. I'll miss him if I died. He's the one I thought of first. Nope. Is that one? No? No. No. Didn't, you know. <laughs> Did you hug Gab? You're like, I'm so glad you're still here. I'm, this really put everything into perspective. We should get no, married. We looked at each other with uh, expressions that would be really easy to draw for like a comic book. And then uh, <laughs> and then we pulled around and we went over Little LA, LA again and we landed. But yeah, there was about four seconds of real pure abject terror there. It was wild. Oh, what is this? Well, I for one am glad you're here, pal. I don't know what this is. Is this Haim again? Haim. Oh, wonderful. I'm really glad. Jesus Christ. Look, you can't write shit like this and not make a million dollars. I would love... A thousand airs. Haim. I can't even hear you, bro. I'm just way know. too fixated, dude. Not only is Haim great at what they do, but they're fucking so hot. Tall, lean, really good looking, and rich beyond anything that I would ever imagine. Uh, I doubt that. I doubt that highly. <laughs> rich. I bet you have more money than somebody in Haim right now. I guaranteed, because they have, if they go on fucking ill-planned tours with $25,000 fucking tour buses, really dumb. Jesus Christ. We need a bus. I need a bus. Yeah, we need a bus. <laughs> we need a bus. <laughs> we need two bus. buses. I don't get along with Jerry anymore. We need two buses. Yeah, we need like two buses now. Like, you're not Judas Priest. You don't need a fucking bus. Like... Young bucks out there, dudes in bands are like, "Yeah, hey, we gotta get a bus, like a bus." No, you don't need a bus. Yeah, like, if, no, unless you're Trace Adkins, like you don't need a bus. Trace it. He doesn't need a bus. No one needs like no. it's fucking insane. Oh, what? You know what? Who cares? Okay, you know hey, what? You know yeah. what? Young bands get a bus. Make a stupid decision and fucking live in your parents' couch yeah, for ten years. Ads. Go nuts. Go, go nuts. Go you nuts. stupid asshole. Go nuts. Young bands. Young bands. Young so, bands. Young bands. So good. First of all, so good musically. Fucking. Draw, young, ba- yeah, young bands really are. They're, drawing, they're really keeping the torch drawing bit. from influences that are are great. I mean, you know, <laughs> the founding fathers of early two thousands uh, hardcore and uh, post hardcore, really good. So there we are. Like there you are, looking down the barrel of a long and fruitful music career, and you decide that you need a bus, something to carry all the gear plus 
I need to stretch out. Yeah. I need to play Streets of Rage. Plus you and like 10 of your closest friends. 10,000 of your closest friends every night playing like 1,000 capacity air, like arena, like not arenas, yeah. but like clubs. And I used to love when bands would play Valentine's and show up in a bus. I'm like, where can I park this thing? I'm like, <laughs> oh, have a fucking blast, dude. Fucking I don't know. Hey, Mercedes showed up in a bus, which was oh. so good. Uh, that's the night that Bob Nana fucking big time me. I don't think I don't know, Squirrel. The best. Were you there? I, I know we probably told the story when Mike was on. They probably told the story on the uh, on kissing contest. But were you there for the night when that uh, reality show band got knocked yes, out? Yes, I was. That yeah. dude Garrett knocked them out. At, yeah, dude. At mine and another guy's urging. I was like, "Oh fucking!" Oh, was that right? Ass. You, you yeah. were the fucking mastermind there. I was like, "My go favorite kick your part ass was they the bands got punched in the face by a guy who's like looks like." Um, like juggernaut from the like, X-Men. It looks like J.J. Watt from the Texans. <laughs> yeah, exactly. but, with, but with zero muscle tone. So he's just like a big dude <laughs> with a strong, with like a strong jaw. Um, so yeah, they literally retreated and then jumped into their like Winnebago, whatever it was. Yeah. The, like the best part was when they backed out so quickly that they hit the, <laughs> the, the things running the tree and knocked out their taillight. It was, that was the best. That they was just wonderful. Bailed. What was the name of that band? Um, I don't remember because it was it's gonna drive me to Harlow. 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 Wow. Yeah. Good memory. Hey, I'm good like that. Good what like else that. has gone on this week? I've been I've been out of touch. I've well, been driving around Florida buying drugs, selling drugs. No, the selling the Yego. Um, your uh, you don't fear tubs or Crockett. Uh, in the, no. in the immortal words of uh, the band Clips from Norfolk, Virginia. Mama, I'm so sorry. I'm so obnoxious. I don't fear tubs or Crockett. I'm really in. I'm, I'm really. <laughs> what clips is clips are great. Jesus. Everybody out there, if you're in, a, if you're in a rap, if you come home from work and you're in a rap mood, as as what as that usually does happens. not compute. Never been in this mood before. <laughs> if you're in a rap mood, if you're in a hip hop mood, if you're feeling like, if you're just feeling like tearing it up with some quality hip hop, download, uh, go to Spotify and type in clips C L I P S E, and listen to a song named "Mama, I'm So Sorry." Which is great. How did you find yourself doing this? Um, I asked myself that question about a lot of things in my life. <laughs> I mean, you've got to be more specific. Ah, uh, never mind. What's the What's the use? What's the use? Um, nothing. Not much has been going on. Uh, um, um, life is Life is uh, weird as always. But uh, I'm, I've gotten some weird um, pseudo promotions at work. Which, are, which is always good. Yeah, they're really they're loving me, man. I'm, I, uh, I'm kind of like a boss, kind of. That's what I mean. Like when I get these promotions, because I'm like a um, life as detailed in episode one through eighty five. Um, life has has always not been particularly kind to me. So all of these things that are happening are making me feel odd. Like I'm making more money and I'm on the cusp of getting my own place. Like it's gonna happen in the fall. Like it's gonna happen, and then I'll be here. I'll be stuck here. You will be uh, stuck's a wrong word, but you'll be you'll be locked down. You'll be doing time. I'll be Albanied. You'll be Albanied. <laughs> That's the thing. Like I used to be like Mister Traveler, Mister Jump. I'd be like, "Fuck this, I'm out. I'm moving to London, Ontario." Nah, you're you're stuck for a minute now. I'm stuck now. I've got this job. They're dangling 
dangling the carrot like they always do. You're never going to get rich working for anybody else. <laughs> Good point. That much is guaranteed. So what should I do? I have no fucking idea. I, don't, I was afraid you'd ask me that. <laughs> so uh, should I lean on my, on my music career? Yeah, may as well. I'm on like an hour of sleep right now. I can do no critical thinking. I'm like an actual zombie. Like all I'm doing right now is you are providing audio stimulus and I'm responding. And wow. in my mind, I'm asleep. That's it. I have, I have nothing left. Jeez, so I should just talk about pube shaving then. You may as well. Just knock yourself out. Okay, oh, we well, can talk about the uh, the big fight. Everyone watched the big fight? Oh, speaking of pube shaving. <laughs> fucking, I watched it, and it didn't look like either of them did particularly well, but apparently Mayweather won by a large margin. Yeah. He did the rope-a-dope, which is like easiest, the oldest. It's like actual, the thing I find funny is that People wanted. People now want every fight to be like a Tyson fight. Where that was the thing. I was. <laughs> I went to a. Uh, I went to a South Florida sports bar to watch this. Yeah. That, that, was, that was my event. But like, yeah, uh, that must have been a fucking scene. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, shockingly, there was a fist fight. Oh wow, that's awesome. <laughs> the best part is, we were watching it, and it was a room that had easily thirty TVs in it, so you couldn't look in a direction without seeing the fight. Yeah. So I'm watching it, and I'm watching it, and I hear the fight happen, because after you've, like, been in the room with enough of these things, you hear them before they ever, you know, before the yeah. first punch is thrown. So I was able to turn to my left, actually not miss any of the action, and then just glance down, and all I saw were, like, two gargantuan beer bellies falling in through a table, and then people screaming and, like, beer bottles dropping. <laughs> and then I just looked back up and just continued to watch the fight in that direction, just in mm. case it, they got up and kept going. It's so Yeah, it was hot. something else. That's so hot, actually. It was really good. I love, um, uh, man, bars where you can just yell out racist shit and no one even bats an eyelash? <laughs> Whoa, fuck me. Those places still the exist. The racists must have loved that fight. They were really into it. They loved talking about fuck Baltimore. They were f- loving that shit. Uh, don't, don't get me started on Baltimore. Man. Yeah, I know. Listen, we all use that CVS. I know. It's fucked up. We all use that CVS, dude. <laughs> I, Rick to life. Died. <laughs> Fucking Rick to life, dude. All right, friends with him on Facebook. Don't ask me why. Because he's the sh- best. He's like, yo, man, everybody. I posted it on the Overnight Drive site, overnightdrive.com. Um, I posted it. He was posted because I guess he, apparently he lives in Baltimore. That's where he fucking, that's where he fell off a truck in fucking Baltimore. That's where he lives now. So he's like, oh, yo, we all use that CVS. How we dare they? We all use that CVS. <laughs> that was, without a doubt, the the uh, brightest of truth that came out of uh, that whole event was Rick to life saying we all use that we CVS. all we all are CVS CVS store <laughs> lives matter we are all CVS it's like and I love it. it's like I, it's like the same thing when Ferguson was burning and the dude was like oh my god that auto zone's burning yeah. oh my god <laughs> it's the same thing it's like people white boring white people associate like feelings with a fucking store. Yeah, I like can't how, believe how it's, boring. It hasn't are been the you? same since they burned down Bed Bath and Beyond. Oh my god, right? Like the fucking like Oh my god. <laughs> like a boring white penis going into a boring dry <laughs> vagina. That's like the fucking that's the cultural equivalent right there. Oh, my uh, God. yeah. Anyway, so I, I didn't mean to sidetrack us with uh with current events. Well, so you're no, watching the that, fight. Well, it was an actual like pugilistic fight which it was it was a technical boxing match it's a technical match where you block and, and you counter and you parry and like all this other like technical shit like 
Mayweather is a, is a garbage person, but he's he's a, a good fighter, technically a great fighter. Pacquiao. That's the thing that drove me nuts. I mean, Pacquiao's like not a saint, like no. also a bad person. <laughs> no, <you> know? No. <laughs> like, I know. We have to define our terms. This was not an ideological conflict. No. You know, like, it doesn't matter who's a bad person in a situation, regardless of the fact that, I mean, most professional athletes are usually bad people. Yeah. They could be the worst people. It has no bearing on the fact that they're, like, it. The people punched each other because they were handsomely compensated to, not because they're bad people. Very fucking weird. People cannot grasp things like this. It's wild. Everything has to be. This is like the '90s. Like all you fucking Renaissance people. People are like, I miss. Oh, I miss. Like I was too young to really fully experience the '90s. Like here you go. Yeah, it's it's here, but somehow dumber. Like people who fucking jump on you for buying the wrong type of sandwich. Oh, that sandwich. That's like a what is that? What's in there? Turkey. God, that's no good. That's that's how it got in the '90s before new metal saved all of our lives. Um. But that's not really true. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like for a, a, t- a while, like two, three, four years, everybody was so socially conscious. The best part, like, the best part about all, like, the, um, like, you remember when we did that Nancy Grace thing last year? Oh, yeah, and very we much. were like, we got a little bit of heat saying it was like, wow, that's so, like, such a p- fucking, like, obvious publicity thing for against me. Yeah. Bruce, after Bruce Jenner did an interview with Diane Sawyer. Guess who he the he guess who he did the next interview with? Kim Overnight Car- Drive? Kim Kardashian. And oh, sh- there you go. And he showed off his painted toenails. Like obvious fucking publicity shit. Yeah, it's like almost orchestra- like he has money to be made there. That's wow, wild. it's so weird. I'm going to raise my profile and make money by fucking appearing on my fucking fucked up family shows and shit. And like, oh, I've obviously renewed uh, the Kardashian show for like another ten seasons. Yeah, exactly. Like obviously, like you, like, and I was in Target and I heard like this very young like millennial girl saying like she said. I literally love Bruce Jenner. I love Bruce Jenner. Yeah, you That's do. What you she probably said. do. Yeah. You, mm, you like make that. me feel things. And I was like, wow, Bruce Jenner, like mission accomplished. You totally. <laughs> re- like you <laughs> well re- done. You rebranded yourself as a trans woman to make money. Let that sink in for a minute. Like you made a decision, but you waited, what, 30 years to make that decision? Mr. Shot Put? Like Mr. Fucking, like. Mr. Married twice and divorced. Like the thing too is that, like, I have, like, you can do a thing. For example, you can transition into a woman. You can want to do that. Yeah. And you can do it. You can do it. God bless. You know, like any Sweet. thinking person on earth would give you no static for it. Propers. But you can. All this proves is that you can do literally anything without grace. Yeah, like literally anything on earth you can do in a, like a, a half-hearted, non-graceful, like awkward way. God, you yeah. know, there you go. I don't know what else to tell you. Like that's it. <laughs> don't I mean? Don't worry about getting married. Don't worry about any of the shit you used to care about because you can just you could just do it in an ungraceful way and it doesn't actually mean anything. And we all sort of know it anyway, and it's all fine. Who cares? It shouldn't right. be in your business anyway. Exactly. I don't need to know. Yeah, I could care less. Could we go for great? Awesome. Yeah. Really. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Oh, wait. Oh, your handlers are telling you that you need mm. to make this a uh, somehow a monetized, profitable thing. Um, 
that you're okay. like you felt like uh, a confused woman ever since you broke the decathlon record or won the decathlon for the United States. Cool. Very yeah, I don't mean, know what else to do with that. I, like, uh, you also killed a woman in a car accident, you fucker. Is that real? Oh yeah. Wow, yeah, just weird car accident texting. And uh, that that was swept under the rug. Murder. Wow, interesting. I had yeah. no idea. No, it's it's uh, and it's funny. Like when I heard that girl say, "I literally love Bruce Jenner," I was like, "Wow, <laughs> Bruce, mission accomplished, buddy. Good for you. Now you've got a legion of fucking millennials." I literally love Robert Wagner. I literally, I, I, Christopher Walken. <laughs> I love them. I literally love Danny DeVito. <laughs> Oh, hey, I literally love Jack Nicholson. Holy shit. I literally um, love coming. Jesus. That could be a new genre, millennial porn. Like, ugh, I can't even fuck right now. I can't. Oh, wow. That's a great idea. I've oh. actually been I've been bothering Gavry with a, a like a personality like that. But it's all, like my only two things are I just talk about soul cycle. And uh, I don't know <laughs> how amazing soul cycle was. And that's I, it. But more or less in that voice. I literally yeah, love soul cycle. It's I amazing. Love. I literally love it. I don't it's know if so I love good. soul cycle. Or if we you just should go. Like... You should get green juice. It's soul cycle. It's amazing. <sighs> <laughs> Literally. And uh, according to our uh, our records, our last listener just left. That was it. The last person to listen to Overnight totally Drive cool. just deleted it, and now we are in a room alone. Look, <laughs> according to Millennial Girl, I literally love coming. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, oh God, like before, I just love that. Before we go any further, I'm just going to tell you: uh, Are you ready for the realness right now? I'm so glad I don't interact with anybody under the age of 30. It's fucking amazing. It is It is a, a really great time sleeping with a woman who's 22. Because you, it's like you cracked open, it's like you read, a, it's like reading a book in one night, you know. <laughs> it's, it's like you're sleeping with an alien. Like, you're no, just like, where are you from? This is it's amazing. Like, it's like reading a book in one night and absorbing all of that information. <laughs> That's how you feel. No, it's literally like, are you like ready for the realness right now? No, I literally have no condoms. No, all right, cool. You made I me w- pause mash for this. Yeah, you made me pause mash for this. Holy Fuck. shit! Um, I literally <laughs> found like I don't know what's going on with me right now. I don't know what my health deal is. That, mm. I don't know what my health Why deal did that is. just enrage me so much? I want to throw this microphone across the room when you said that. I'm just like really like into vibes right now. <laughs> I fucking heard somebody say that at a party, and I wanted to go walk out and come back in with a flamethrower. <laughs> I'm just really into vibes right now. I'm just really into vibes right now. I'm just really into Motley Crue right now. I'm just like... Uh, I'm really into Motley Crue. Really into Motley Crue right now. I'm really into Rat right now. I wish. Uh, <laughs> do you want to knock out some of these questions here? Which yeah. is like my normal, roughly half an hour in fucking transition that I like to do. Sure. Hold uh, on. Yeah, because I feel we we will just do Millennial Girl all night. Uh, we'll do millennial. I, I also this week 
as I've been driving around fucking Florida, I would just randomly have, uh, you don't want to go down there, man. You like, know what? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, you know want to go down there. Dying behind the steering wheel, <laughs> laughing, <laughs> like riding off the road, oh, like driving yeah. in the cops. It was you yeah, something else. You want to go down there, man. <laughs> oh, I'm like screaming because I have my headphones on. <laughs> No, no, no. Look, hold on. Oh, hold up, big man. <laughs> That's what they'd call me. They always call me big man. Big man. Old Hispanic guys. Hold on, big man. Whoa, you know what to go down. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's just get right to them then. Fuck. Hell, what places from <clears throat> Bar Rescue is Hans Prank phone called? Well, I did that one. That one was classic. I called the hookah spot in Nebraska. Is that right? Yeah, phone disconnected. Uh, that shit's got to be fucking back on the air soon, right? Yeah, I've got to start doing that. I've got. Oh, I called the. Um, where's the other one? I called the the spot in Austin with the punk bartenders. Oh yeah. Uh, no, it didn't go well. It couldn't really. Ah, oh, it's it a shame. No, it wasn't good. Um, but it was fun. It was fun to call them and bust balls. I was like, "Wouldn't you the place on the television?" They're like, "Yeah." So they're like, "Really, very, very <laughs> punk, very punk." I was like, "Oh, cool." Um, my new thing is calling like por- people selling porn on Craigslist and giving them fake, like fake porn star names, just to see if they'll like go ahead, go along. They with go them. and look in, look through their library looking for yeah. like oh, Shasta Steel. Oh, it's. Shasta Steel. Um, I asked for Yukon Denali a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I like, oh, do you have any, do you have like, um, what kind of porn is it? And also what do the pictures on the front cover look like? And they're like, oh, it's like some fucking desperate bozo selling porn on Craigslist. Like, oh, well, it's, uh, it's got, I've got a lot of black. Uh, I've got some black. I've got a uh, lesbian. Like, oh, does it have, like, pictures on the front? Like, does it depict? Like, oh, yeah, it's just, like, regular it's like regular porn. And then I'm like, do you have any featuring the porn star Yukon Denali? And they're like, oh, who's that? I was like, Yukon Denali. When they're like, oh, no, I've, I've never uh, never heard of her. Oh, you should check like, her out. Yeah. <laughs> do you have any porn by Nissan Sentra? <laughs> Yeah, Nissan Sentra is so hot. <clears throat> First time I saw Nissan Sentra, I was like totally, like literally coming. I literally love Nissan Sentra. <laughs> I literally love Nissan Sentra. I literally like love watching Nissan Sentra and coming. Oh, like that's God. that's like when I come home, like if if I don't do that, like don't even talk to me. <laughs> pop um, on a Nissan Sentra. Video, vid. Pop on a uh, Nissan Sentra like a uh, laser disc. Laser <laughs> Nissan Sentra uh, beta tape. <laughs> Fucking, I love Nissan Sentra. Um, uh, there's a dude in Tylenol's new Equality ad. Looks just like Nick Warkle. Looks good as hell. Kind of wish I could have made out with him at 15, like that Tinder chick. <laughs> oh, shot fired, Nick Warkle. Shots fired, Nick Warkle. New rock star, Nick Warkle. Yeah. Ah, there's, he's got a. What's the name of that band? Royal Pains? Royal Pains, man. Royal, Royal Pains on USA? Royal, yeah, Royal Pains live on USA. No, it's. Uh, <laughs> It's just something like that, man. You got to research. I don't want to give him any fucking publicity, man. I don't want to give them any pub, all right? 
Yep, that is music he's playing. He's got definitely, it's, it's definitely, it, it's like when I hit play, it's there's definitely sound in my head. It is, it is musical. It is definitely, uh, it's, it's, it's played by instruments, for sure. All right. This is Jay Wealth. This isn't a question, but when Andrew says there's so much happening in a baseball game, <laughs> if you know what you're watching, then says the NL is dumb because the pitcher bats. Well, my friend, you just sound like some <laughs> fucking jagaloon. <laughs> Ooh, nice Mets, nice Mets fan take. Yeah, seriously. Like I, like I don't know what to tell this yeah. dude. Like if you're, I, if you're, I mean, I'd be upset if I was like 55 years old and working a price chopper too. I understand that <laughs> like your life is hard, but you know it's, it's all right. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Listen, yeah, life. come to the like the lighter half of the you know like the so you don't sit in the darkness. Come to the light and pick up an American League team that that makes sense and yeah. is is a uh, you know forward thinking. Give it maybe, a shot. Maybe the Yanks. Yeah, you know, you don't even let's not even let's not even push him in a direction. Whatever he's into, it's fine. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't the good news is I was so enraged I didn't fall asleep while driving. I'll let that one just hang right there, man. I don't know yeah. what to tell him. That's it. <laughs> is that is <laughs> that really good news? I I don't know. You tell me. Yeah. I mean, you know, the king can sail. I don't know how we would do it without Josh Wolf, <laughs> man. I'm, I'm really getting on this dude pretty hard. I All know, right. man. The king can sail. All, All right, Josh. Well, fine enough to tell you, man. Sorry. NL is fucking Thank boring you. as shit. Thank you for that pyramid of cans at the end of the... At the end of the, <laughs> <laughs> the, end of the aisle. local uh, right there. Thanks. I, uh, I, I, really, I see you. I noticed your art, artistry. Thank you. Um, wow, friend Glenn was a super great guest on the podcast. Great job, girl. Oh, awesome. And then I think there's a sound of people like snapping after that yeah i thought she was very good though she was very natural couple uh a couple random a couple dudes um who i'm friends with on facebook hooked uh hit me up and asked me for glenn's facebook also asked me for a picture of her and also what she looks like the thirsty parade fucking thirsty parade there you go fall in love with the voice and uh, i said no to all of it because i think friend glenn is nice and uh and I don't want some fucking dudes knocking on their, door, <laughs> knocking on their fucking door, unless they're missing half a hand or like an eye or something. No, in which it case, was just it was wave like them class, right through, man. It's yeah, right. it was classic like thirsty. Behavior. I talked to her today, and I, you know, she uh, she's got a thing for Chuck Connors from Werewolf. So uh, oh Google that, and then uh, and then yeah. if you're him, if you can have step up it. to the fucking plate with uh, to look, if you look like the Fall Guy, Chuck Connors, then <laughs> it's on. If you have a barrel chest. If you fill out a pair of jeans real well, which you fucking listeners definitely don't, if you can wear a flannel without looking like a douche, which is definitely what you guys can't do, if you have hair that doesn't move, if you've got muscles like a dad, like dad muscles, and if you are totally okay with like having like a half a belt of scotch on the nightstand and doing it one position. Like Chuck, I'm just imagining what it would be like to be that's, Chuck. That's Connors. just Chuck's, you know. That's yeah. Chuck's day. It's like it's like Robert De Niro in the boys' life. From the back or on the side, it's better that way. Jesus, we have a follow up. Not the same person, but right afterwards, somebody said would subscribe to Independent Ladies podcast. So there you oh. go. They got a following well, already. That was actually the person who wrote. That was actually uh, caller Erica. Oh, is that right? It's God all bless. Coming, it's all coming together. There you go. Someone corrected me, which I love that we have listeners. Uh, I said it's uh, getting uh, going around back, 
and it's uh, somebody corrected me and said it's actually getting back there. It's uh, actually it's getting back there. <laughs> actually, it's uh, getting getting back there. Um, the the Asperger contingent is uh, strong with Overnight Drive. Appreciate I dire- it. <laughs> Thank you. I directed a coworker to go to Champs because uh, she was. Is that right? Great. Because she told me that she went to Brooklyn t- with her boyfriend because they wanted to go to Food Swings. Whoa. Okay. I mean, nice. they could have just come here. I could have microwaved them some fucking Morning Star shit and you know charged <laughs> them seventy her, bucks. I it's told fine. her that I could have definitely emptied out a uh, a uh, box of Morning Star riblets for if you'd like. Yeah. No. It's, it's all put good. a put a toothpick through them. Um, Make a, a black bean burger that has a clear thumbprint in it, even after cooking. Yeah. That's, uh, there you go. That's cool. Or like you know, breaking <clears> up a <throat> vegan cookie into a uh, a milkshake made from coconut milk. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so many ways we could do food swings. Uh, right, rest in peace, food swings. You, you know, were really you're really missed by you know one person. Um, uh, come on, Hods, give the people what they want. More prank phone calls, no problem. Everything is cool. cool. All right, here's one. Sick. Oh, you're doing a live one. I can do a live one, I guess. Yeah. Oh, I, I, do all right, I have my Google. I have my Google voice number all locked up. We've so. never tried the the new microphone, the prank phone call. This could be wild. You have to get um, right on that thing. Uh, you know, I don't know who to call. I might do. Should I do my famous um, pussy lickers? Uh, <laughs> you guys got any uh, pussy liquor? Uh, yeah, maybe I should do that. That's always a gets a classic one, and that's one that I don't have to use any brain power on at all. It's probably awesome. Ooh, I got a good question here after this. Why don't you read that question while I get set up? All right, this is directed towards you, though, man. Mm, All right. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. (laughs) Can you hear it? I can hear it. All right. Oh, shit, hold on. I fucking completely fucked up. (laughs) You forgot to dial. (laughs) I did. It can be those numbers can be interpreted, so you can. Yeah. We could not complete your call. Ah, fuck's sake, motherfucker! Life is not going well. This is not going well. Why? Why? Why All right, I'm going to read you this question. Okay. You ready for this? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. All right. Recently went on tour for a few. uh, Oh, fuck. Let me start again. Recently went on tour a few hours after suffering a pretty ugly meltdown. Mm. I thought tour would clear my head, but looking back, my behavior was fucked. I didn't let anyone else drive. (laughs) (laughs) I I insisted on driving back into New Jersey in search of something specific. (laughs) I I did that with my wallet once. And I was actively trying to add dates to the tour so I wouldn't have to go home. As soon as I did get home, I made an appointment with a psychiatrist. Now I'm getting meds figured out. I started therapy. Thank you, Hans, for a relatable tale. How does that make you feel? Saved this kid's life. Um, I'm glad I saved your life. Um, I'm curious as to how your band members handled that. Um, Were they cool or did they fucking kick you out uh, like my band members did? All right. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. We did not kick you out. You <laughs> you left on your own volition after it was clear that you were not going on the next tour. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. All right, let's I let's know. let's clear the air here. I know. I know. It's fucking five years ago. Who cares? Um, 
I know. I just like I just like being a stinker. I, I I don't actually think that. Um. God, I really wish I could make this prank. Damn. Like once I'm on a mission. Oh, he's got some. Hey, what's going on tonight? You guys open? What time are you open till? Oh, we're open till 9. Great. Um, I got a couple girls here, and uh, they asked me to ask you if you've got uh, any good pussy liquor. What? I've got a couple girls here, and they're just uh, asking me to give a, a call you guys and ask you if you have any pussy liquor. Oh, boy. God damn it, she hung up. Damn it. Ah, not even a reaction. Not even Jesus. a reaction. It must be a fucking hard world working at a liquor store. Yep. <laughs> Big thanks to Mo Kyber's, uh liquor store in the south end of Albany in the worst neighborhood. In the actual worst neighborhood. Like, on Earth. Yeah. On Earth. <laughs> on Earth. Um, all right, let's see. Uh, hello, Hans and Andrew. You had an idea for developing an app where people in the near vicinity could be recruited for one-off jobs. Would yeah. you be interested in having the work done for free with the caveat that it would be available as open source code? I don't care. Do it. Go for it. Do whatever you want to do. I take no credit. I ask for no credit. I don't care. Go nuts. No, I think no. You, well, hold on. Hey, right. No, I think that um, yeah, definitely make it free, open source. But we're gonna fucking cop that shit and make a million dollars. And I'm gonna walk right. by. I'm gonna fucking roll by you in my limo and roll my window down and throw a fucking soda You're gonna cup. Beep out. while I'm trying to film something. Yeah. <laughs> That was that was one of my proudest moments. Actually, I was actually a few days ago. I was on a show for TLC, like Man on the Street style, and people kept beeping as they were trying to interview me. <laughs> really good, high quality. That's awesome. Um, Wait, you got interview? Yeah, but some dumb shit. And I'll probably never see air. Wow, that's great. Uh, Hans Drew, let's to, oh go for well, it. Hans Drew, let's talk work flirt. Is having a certain someone at the office that you're mutually flirting with without ever fucking cool? Or is that shit for trait to Netflix Joey Lawrence movies? Yeah, that sounds like some some nonsense. It sounds, I mean... Yeah, you have a work flirt? Am I fucking you up? Me? No. No, I don't have a work flirt. No, everybody, all the women I work with were like 70. Even that woman who said, I bet that plane's still flying around somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> that was Cheryl. Cheryl. The woman who wore the plastic bags on her feet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I love Cheryl. Fucking Cheryl. And she's like, yeah, I went to like, I went to a bistro the other night. I was like, oh, what was that like? And she's like, well, it was a bistro. <laughs> <laughs> that was another one of my favorite ones. I was like, oh, what's that like? Oh, well, it was a bistro. Like, I'm oh, sorry. Fucking, I'm, I'm so lowbrow. I had no idea what a bistro experience in Colony, New York is. Like, what were fucking French men walking around with loaves of bread under their arm? You fucking bitch. <laughs> you got to get Cheryl's phone number and prank all her. I think I that's have her really. Oh, Hello. There you go. Oh, hello, this is uh, Officer Jones from the state police. I got a hot tip that you've got a great ass. And I'd like to come over and check it out. What do you say? And she'd be she like, be, I, I guess. I think she'd be down. Oh, shit, I just got a call from fucking... Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> I thought Mo Kyber's nope. called me. Um, all right, well... Can I do one last one? Yeah, let's do it. Um, it's not a question. Not a question. All right. 
Hey, so I'm 19 and was just kicked out by my parents. I'm currently living with some family, but I'm fully aware. But I am fully aware I'll wear out my welcome pretty quickly. My family in general is kind of shitty. Yep. I unfortunately have five dollars to my name right now. What is the best course of action for the next three months once I get my four hundred dollars tax check and find another job? Find another be, job. Yeah, uh, find another job would be first and foremost, and uh, just do literally anything without without knowing your background i cannot be your headhunter i can only say that do everything in your power not to wear out your welcome with your family like your family does sound shitty so maybe you should just like try and catch on with a girl who's uh emotionally needy you can live with her immediately i see an easy way around this this dude has no money (laughs) (laughs) suicide this I feel we're gonna have, this is gonna be a lawyer knocking on my door tomorrow morning. Um, me, uh, this, this person uh, killed themselves. It's is this, like uh, one wow. overnight drive plaza. It's like is this one under, yeah. There, there is a lawyer looking for one overnight drive plaza in Brooklyn, um, in Little LA, in Brooklyn, New York. Um, this would be like the Ozzy suicide solution where the dude killed himself. Yeah, exactly. Who thought Ozzy told him to get the gun and shoot? Um, no, you're worried that your family is going to, or you're going to outstay your welcome, and you're worried you have no money. So if you just spend the majority of your day trying to make money and not hanging around the house, it seems like it's, it's, yeah. uh, it's a win-win. As far group. as money, like, literally you can do, if you live in a remotely populated area, you can do, like, anything for money if you just think outside, like, what weird little bo- like the the box that says you either work for the transit authority in a toll booth or you work at like a scaffolding yard, like if I can start start go to fucking whatever Kinkos is now and start a dog walking business with the five bucks in your pocket. It's mm, a really that's bad it. idea. You know, it's a terrible idea. Who cares? It, like it, the first thing that popped into my head. It doesn't make a difference if you just have four small things that require. A lot of your time, but not necessarily a lot of your attention. You're good. You won't wear out your welcome. You'll make your 400 bucks or however much you need to move out shortly. I mean, fuck, you could make $100,000 a year dog walking in New York. Why the fuck couldn't you make, you know, $10,000 a year or $10,000 in like a month or something uh, doing it somewhere else? Yeah. I, it's like, it's, it's just <clears throat> sit down and make a list of 10 things you could do immediately that somebody would pay you for regardless of like the skill level or the humility level you have and just do them and problem solved that's what I got I think you should lay in bed for a week do nothing <laughs> <laughs> so this is um, yeah I guess you can we are actually like the angel and devil that just sit on this guy's shoulder yeah. this is wild I love it Excellent. You, you should, should kill yourself. All we should do is make a 10-point plan. You should eat frozen pizza and yell at your aunt. <laughs> yell, at, yell at Aunt Jody. Just borrow their car and don't put any gas in it. Yeah. Scrape, <laughs> no, never mind. Listen to him. He's, scrape he's the side. Scrape the side of the car. It, wasn't like, it was like that. I just, I didn't it was like that. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I'm out of here. Slam a door. <laughs> Yeah, that seems like the more reasonable way to go. And then, uh, like, Uncle Joe has to come in the room and be like, no, you, you made your Aunt Jody real mad. Um, we're going to have to ask you to leave. And he'd be like, fuck you, Uncle Joe. If you I'm gone. Kick my fucking ass. Fuck you. And you're all fucking drunk on fucking Mohan's Glendew. 
And you're all fucking shitty. You're all fuck, call your last friend in the world, Derek. And you're, <laughs> and you're like, bro, I'm in a fucking tight spot, dude. You know where my Uncle Joe lives? Can you pick and pick me up, dude? Fucking bring a, bring a couple tutors if you got any, dude. He drives fucking, he drives his 97 uh, he drives his '97 Honda Accord with the fart with the fart can up. He's like picks you up. You have all your worldly possessions in a duffel bag with a tear on the bottom, and you live with Derek and you start cooking meth the wrong way, and it makes everybody really sick. <laughs> that's wow. that's my uh, that's yeah that's a bit of dark, uh, the, <laughs> little bit yeah, of dark, was, little bit of dark haunting, <laughs> a little bit of dark theater for you. All right, well, fuck, this has been episode 86. 86. I have to stop doing episode 86 now so I can go back to unpacking my home so I can have a home again. Yeah, one overnight drive plaza. There's a, been a, a, a breakdown in the unpacking. Oh, we're all good. You know, we're just we're busy people. You know, you get home and you can unpack or you can you order a home. pizza and lay in bed and watch Netflix. You know, uh, I'm up for the pizza and the Netflix. You get home and you, she's been there all day. Once you can't even lift a finger to cook you a meal after you worked hard. Somebody asked if we did the Domino's pizza <laughs> voiceover for uh, whatever they've got. Apparently, Domino's has two people that sound like us doing a, uh, a Domino's ad. That's awesome. Pretty, I, pretty I, would do it, I would do it for free Domino's. Yeah, what's up, Domino's? What's, um, you, you, maybe that was the phone call I didn't pick up last week and you got somebody else to do it? Close your eyes, and after two bites, it just tastes like all the other shitty pizza you think is good. Dominoes. Dominoes. <laughs> Vominoes. All right. Well, we'll be back, I guess, next week. I think we could say next week and yeah, maybe I'm, stick to that. We'll I'm see what loving, happens. I'm very, uh, I'm loving this new recording setup. I think I sound I hope this shit works. We're going to see. When you send me that file, we'll see if this is uh, a hero or a zero. I think this shit sounds real good. Yeah, Robin. like that. Robin. Uh, uh, Eric, Eric the Midget. <laughs> I got the I got Mike Francesa. Ooh, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? It's a perfect contract. It's great. It's a good contract. Look. The fan. The fan. The WFAN. Six. This is Mike on. Mike's on. He used to change it from Mike's that mic'd up to Mike's on. Jesus. Mike's All right. We'll on. see you next week with 87 before He's this gets out of hand. to go. All right. Sorry. Uh, good night, everybody. Be good. Um, what do we say? What, what's our What's our sign off? Um, the world is a pit. You'll love it here. You'll love it here. <laughs> here, your family. <laughs> here, your family. Welcome, Earthlings. Here, your family. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's cue the music. To make cars run and kill the fish Who me? I play scales The scales of dead fish of oil slick seas My sister blows wind through the hollows of fallen trees And we are the echoes of eternity Echoes of eternity Echoes of eternity Man, you heard of us We do rebirths, revolts, and resurrections We threw basement parties and pyramids I left my tag on the wall The beats would echo off the stone And solidify into the form of light bulbs Destined to light up the heads of future generations They reason it up in the form of Oh Maybe you heard of us. If not, then you must be trying to hear us, and in such cases, we can't be heard. We remain in the darkness unseen. In the cinder of unpeeled bananas, we exist uncolored by perception, clothed to the naked eye. Five senses cannot sense the fact of our existence, and that's the only fact. In fact, there are no facts. Facts me 
a fact and I'll telegram a hologram a telephone the son of man and tell him he is done. Leave a message on his answer machine telling him there are none. God and I are one. Times moon, times star, times sun. The factor is me. You remember me. I slung amethyst rocks and Saturn blocks till I got caught up by earthling cops. They wanted me for the army or whatever. Picture me. I'm Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.